Blog Talk Radio. You love uploading video to the web, but you can't stand those pesky ads that come with it? Well, go to blazingryradio.com and click on the banner for Vimeo. Vimeo loves your videos. Save and share your videos in beautiful HD with no disruptive ads. As a basic member, you can upload up to 500 megabytes of video per week for free. As a plus member, you can upload up to 5 gigs of video per week. And that is $59.95 per year. And if you want to go pro, you can upload up to 20 gigs of video per week for only $199 per year, billed annually. So, go ahead on over to BlazingRyeRadio.com, click on the banner for Vimeo, and get to uploading. Thank you for listening. BlazingRyeRadio.com Great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up and help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Hello, 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 uh, welcome, welcome, oh, I can't hear very well, welcome, 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 welcome to Blazing Rye Radio backstage, you're checking in with your smoking nephew, uh, I'm here with the Sade to my batter-in-law, Mrs. Jonathan Weeks, Mrs. Jonathan, how are you, man? Good on you, man, what's going on, man? Oh, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Put it down on me. Me, me, and the crib. It's going down. Okay, so uh, I got to tell you, if you hear a lot of uh, guzzling, slurping, and whatnot, it's because I'm just, I'm not sucking a dick, don't worry. I'm just coming in from... (laughs) Um, uh, a, uh, I, I just played tennis, uh, in Williamsburg and we, we biked to, uh, we biked to the train and took the train, the one, uh, one stop to the tennis courts, but then I biked back and I left the tennis courts at, uh, like, I don't know, 7.55 or something and, uh, got on that city bike and there's no city bikes around me. So I get on the city bike and I go to Atlantic Barclays Center and I drop off the city bike and then I get on the train to go to uh, uh, to Sunset Park and I I'm uh, very uh, sweaty and I literally just hooked up all the equipment and uh, and and that's where I am in this moment with you right now. What about you? What is going on with you in this present moment? In this present moment, not much. I took a nap. And uh, I woke up not too long ago. I had some Pringles chips. They were delicious. What flavor? <laughs> what flavor? That's about it. What flavor? Uh, pizza. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, pizza flavored. Okay. Okay. So um, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guzzle a little bit of this down because I'm very parched. And as I guzzle. 
take a take a couple guesses as to what I am drinking. Here we go. All right. Uh, Gatorade. Um, Powerade. Uh, chocolate milk. Um, Seven Up. Uh, Mountain Dew. Uh, Sprite. Um, Coke. Diet Coke. Diet Pepsi. Uh, why? Cherry Coke. Why are you? Why are you naming all the drinks designed to kill black people? <laughs> that's, that's all the high fructose corn syrup drinks. <laughs> Orange juice. Water. No, it, it's, uh, it was honest tea. Oh, man. That, that, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. It's, uh, what, it's, the flavor is peach white. Peach white tea. Peach white? Yes. Peach white. Peach white? So what's going on with you? What are, what are you about to get into this weekend? Uh, this weekend, what? I might see Grandma in Jersey Sunday. I might hang out with my boy Chris Feather Saturday. So Friday, I'm just doing nothing. I'm going to be doing some hood rat stuff without <laughs> my friends. Yes, by yourself. <laughs> That's right, exactly. My favorite time and my favorite uh, stuff to do. Yes. How about you? Um, what do you want to do? What are you, what are you doing this weekend? Well, I'm going to um, the great city of Philadelphia. Uh, Woo! Yes. Do you know, you remember my friend Samantha Spivak, now Sizzik? She played the royal eye gouger in King Gordigan. I uh, think I do. I remember Samantha, though. Yes. Yeah, with the red hair. You know, Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she had twins, as you know. She had uh, Max and Ben, and so I'm going to Phil. They bought a house outside Philly. Oh. Actually, her her husband works for the same organization as you. Now that I think about it. Really, uh, the GOV. Yeah. Um, uh, what did what did he do? What did he do? Is it the same exact thing? I don't know. Uh, he helps people obtain citizenship, I believe. Yes, yes. Is that yes. what you do? Who is this that person? What, I, I mean, I can't say his name for, for confidentiality reasons, but I did just say his last name. Okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I'll, 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 <laughs> you know, that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> that's that's uh, so, pretty cool, actually. What is that what you do, or do you do something else? No, it's the same. I, uh, you know, basically um, do citizenship stuff for USCIS. Yeah. Hood rat stuff. Yeah, and hood rat stuff. Whatever I can. <laughs> I love how hood rat stuff has turned into. It went from meaning knocking over car, like move moving cars and knocking over things. It went from nearly killing people <laughs> to just watching TV. <laughs> That's all it really means now. Watch TV. You got a busy weekend plan for yourself. Don't you ever relax and do the rat stuff anymore? What's wrong with you? Well, you know that that's all I want from life. But the thing is, it it will be a good, uh, relaxing trip. I think. You know, people always say it's nice to get out of the city. Uh, I yeah. I I disagree with that. But you know, maybe I'll change my mind this time. I don't know. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> And then uh, you know, I, 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 the the babies are you know couldn't be cuter. Can't wait to see my little nephew baby minds. And um, and and of course, uh, want to see you know do hood hood rat stuff with my friends. I think I think we'll get some hood rat stuff in 
you know, in a friendly manner, and they'll have a guest room, but, the, you know, the, the the cats, I hope they keep the cats out of there because I'm allergic to cats. And here's the thing. They have two two cats, uh, mm-hmm. Maurice and Zoe. Maurice and Zoe, I think their names are, and I always get them wrong. So how in the hell am I going to be able to tell the twins apart? That's <laughs> Maurice is a terrible cat name. I don't. I don't, I don't like How that. dare you? How dare you say no, no. that, Maurice? <laughs> let me let me tell you something. I uh, Maurice Dubois is on the the television is on CBS at night. You know Maurice Dubois on Channel Two at eleven o'clock news. I think so. Yeah. Oh gosh. So he's so one time this lady asked me. Um, Oh, I need a segment from this morning about Maurice Dubois. It was on the morning news, and I go, Maurice Dubois not in the on in the morning. He's an evening anchor, and I got very very angry. <laughs> That's even. He's internet. always been an evening anchor. What the heck is wrong with her? I, I, oh my gosh. Look. Listen, bro, I, I, I mean, that only scratches the surface. Luckily, I don't remember who that was. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so, well, okay, so, Hoodrat, so tomorrow I'll have work, and then I got my meeting, and then after the meeting I could go home, but that's it's going to be pretty late already. Fridays are always so long. It's going to be, by the time I get home, it'll be at least at least 9, probably like 9.30, uh, and then I'll have to go, you know, get some rest so that I can get up and, uh, and and probably go to the gym and then go to Philadelphia, get at Philadelphia by one thirty, and then on Sunday I don't know what time I'm coming back, but yeah, well there won't be a lot of time, but it'll be worth it. That's right, exactly, and that's a good attitude to have, and you're gonna have fun in the, the city of brotherly love, and uh, maybe get some cheese steaks, go out and see those uh, twins, and uh, have a good time with Maurice. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I do her rest up with my twins, so. <laughs> The um uh, so, so yeah, but the next month really, I won't have time for hood rat stuff because this weekend is um uh, Philadelphia, and then on Monday, uh, uh, Sherry the Lemon and I are going to see uh, Andy Grammer and AJR. We're going, of course, for AJR, and Andy Grammer's the headliner. Uh, couldn't really give two shits about him, but of course, we, you got to go support AJR. Although that's a whole nother thing that we'll get to. But um, so that's Monday. So. Saturday, Sunday, Monday is all booked up, and tomorrow with the meeting and whatnot. And then next week, Mac McAllister and family are in town. And then, um, and then July fourth weekend is John Farmer's wedding to Danica Nordegrove in uh, Kentucky. And then, and then the following weekend is uh, Jackie and I are going to Colorado to visit Bryce. Oh my God. You have booked yourself solid. This is ridiculous. Oh, my God. Uh, Jonathan Farmer is in Kentucky now? No. He, his wedding will be in Kentucky. His fiance Danica, is from Kentucky. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. He seems like a normal guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, from, he's from New Hampshire. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. He was very normal, though. Yeah. I remember him. Well, I mean, not totally, because you know he he. Uh, but but that's what's beautiful about him. You know he um, uh, he, he dated uh, my friend Brett in college for like three years, and okay. then then uh, and and Brett is a, 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 of the male species. And then when I went to when I moved in here, 
And I don't know if you remember, but at the time that I moved into this apartment, it was like six years ago, and I was going through uh, the worst time in my life because I had this, uh, the anxiety was through the roof to the point that it manifested in a very Howie Mandel-like um, OCD kind of thing. And, um, oh, and, uh, and it was awful. It was the worst time of my life because, yeah, I'm a social person. I didn't even want to leave my room. It was, it was a nightmare. I was a terrible roommate to my roommates up on the Upper West Side. It was awful. So at some point, I, I wanted to live with a friend, so I wound up, uh, you know, Farmer posted this thing, uh, and I was like, uh, you know, well, I mean, let me check it out. So I came over and checked it out, and, um, and I can't tell you how, how, you know, at ease, comfortable he made me feel for the most part here and right. um and 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 when i visited here at first he goes uh he said something about somebody's girlfriend and i go oh your girlfriend ha 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 because i still thought he was banging dudes and then he goes right. he goes actually i do have a girlfriend and i was like really didn't you identify as gay in college and he said yeah i guess so and it, it was nothing to him and that's what i right. strive to be like you know these labels really bother me but there was nothing to him but i'm saying like I don't why if I'm still uh, attracted to people or whatever I don't you know it's why why am I going to relegate myself to one half of the population and he met this girl they fell in love she knows about you know everything about his past and his present and 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 whatnot and and uh, and and she's you know down a rock and he's down a, down a rock and and uh, it's a it's a really beautiful story they've been together for like seven years and and they're getting married uh, July Fourth weekend. Yeah, that's very cool. That's very cool. Yeah. You two are a good guy. I'm, uh, I'm loving your schedule. Uh, Damn packed, but the hood rat stuff <laughs> falls to the wayside. I think you're going to go crazy again by uh, <laughs> mid July. <laughs> you think, what do you mean crazy again? I'm going to wind up a little Howie, a little, get a little yeah, glitter? You're going to wind up Howie a little bit. You're pushing yourself to the edge. You're pushing yourself to the limit here with all these social events. It's good you think and it's not good. I'm going to get a little Mariah, get a little glitter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> get a little jiggly like Jennifer. Yeah, definitely. Get a little, get a little, get a little bit. Get a little, get a little bit of my heart tissue. What is that song? It's a great song. What is that? It is a great song. I don't even know who sings that. Give a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Neither of us know what the hell it is, but it's so great, isn't it? It's a great song. It never gets any credit. Who sings that? I don't know. Give a little bit. Give a little of my heart to you. Um, so, uh, by the way, Bmars texted me earlier. Uh, do you want to go to uh, Six Flags for free with me and my roommates on Sunday? And my response was no. <laughs> great, great response, and I think necessary. <laughs> I don't think he's too happy about it. I feel, right? like we, I feel like we should call him and figure this out on the air, though I do not think he would appreciate it. What do you think? Uh, I don't think he'd appreciate it, but why not? <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's a little weird. Now that okay, now that I said it, we have to do it. Because now, you know, what if people listen to this show sometimes, and now it's, they're going to be let down? <laughs> You know? That's right. They're gonna wonder what was wrong with us and why we didn't call uh you know you know and, and bother Be Marsh. <laughs> Alright, let's try it. Um, we can't let the people di- down now. Come on. A little dialing music, please. 
Do well with surprises. I'm not good with extemporaneous, you know, conversations. Speeches. What is the meaning of this? So, are you coming to Philly? Are you gonna? Are you gonna come or what? What are you gonna do for Sunday? I, I just told Weeks. I said I feel like we should call him to sort this out, but I do not think he'd appreciate it. And uh, oh, oh, I totally don't appreciate it. And I said, but now that I said it. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't not do it. So uh, I'm going to let Weeks be the mediator. Weeks, you go ahead. Um, all right. So Ryan doesn't want to go to uh, Six Flags with you. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I'm thrilled, but, uh, but I think it'd be fun. I, I, you know, I think, I think the company will be the fun part, not, not necessarily the destination. Okay, well, that's, see, that's a good point, Ryan. And, and weeks and weeks and weeks. Let me tell you, it, it's it's free. He, everything is paid for. The admission oh, is free. Okay. He's he's going he's going there via a rental car that my roommates are paying for. Oh wow! Okay, so everything is provided. That's very nice, Ryan. How do you respond to this? This is and he wants to do it for friendship. It's not about just going to a theme park. <laughs> I I respect and honor that. Uh, oh my god! But um, if if your roommates will be in Philadelphia when I'll be in Philadelphia and they want to scoop me and take me to Brooklyn, I'll go. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's part of the deal, of course. But I absolutely. I will not, so, but I, I will not go to Six Flags. Is the thing. Oh my God! No, no. You you get a free ride. You get a free ride to Brooklyn, but your price of admission is attending Six Flags with us for free. I would rather pay two hundred dollars to take Amtrak. Oh my god! <laughs> you gotta understand. I've been trying to hang out with this guy lately because I feel like I gotta hold on to my friends. So I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to maximize the number of times I actually hang out with them and stuff. I'm trying to make every moment monumental this, and memorable. Yeah, this is a plea for friendship, please and right. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing about that is BMARS has expressed this uh, a few times recently, this kind of this, uh, I need to maximize the amount of time I'm hanging out with my friends. And uh, what's odd about it is I hung out with him uh, all weekend, last weekend. <laughs> yeah. how, how much do we need to hang out? You know, I, I, don't, I, I don't understand. Are we on a time crunch here? Wait, are we on the radio? No. No. <laughs> are you out of your mind? I said I texted you. I warned you. Jesus. <laughs> what do you think? Weeks and I are just gonna conference call you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, Weeks. I need you to mediate this moment. Oh my Fair God. Yeah. No, I don't know what if I said radio. something crazy. I, I could have said something crazy. <laughs> you didn't though. What you said was absolutely ne necessary for the friendship. 
Weeks, can you have this guy come to Six Flags with me? I think you should go, Ryan. Seriously, it's just a good time. Everything's provided for. Six Flags is a pretty good time, but it's better with your friends. So I think you should go. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I I have been there. I have no desire to go back there. It same, would be, same, same. It We're on the same just, page. Uh, we are not on the same page. You actually, I don't know why you would agree to go to. Why are you going? Uh, he's my buddy. <laughs> That's right. And just think, this is probably the last time you go. If you really hate it that much, I mean, just go. Exactly. Exactly. Listen, you you live with them. I, how much do you need to see people that you know? I, I, I'm already going. I'm already going. I'm already going. Yeah. He's locked I, in, Ryan. I think you should go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bmar says locked in. I don't know why. He doesn't. He doesn't like Six Flags. <laughs> I will. Why I will you... buy you a meal. I'll buy you a meal. He'll even buy you a meal. <laughs> Weeks, you are doing a terrible job presenting both sides of this. Uh, but I don't understand why you don't want to go. Do you hate six? Yes, I hate what? it. I hate I hate Jersey. You hate Jersey. I hate. I, I hate it more than you do. Yeah, and I'm sure. Yeah. Oh my god! Could, All right, this is a nightmare. I gotta go. I gotta go watch the the NBA final. Okay. Go, Cavs. Go I mean, Warriors. I, I hope he changes mind. All right. Go goodbye. Cleveland. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, we now now that now that he's gone, tell should I go to Six Flags? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know he's got good intentions. Everything's provided for, but Six Flags is a horrible place. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a terrible place, and uh, you know every every single time I've gone to one of those theme parks, I always come back either sick, exhausted. Or I want to die. Or all three combined. Yeah. <laughs> all I remember from Six Flags <laughs> is going there with my dad when I was a kid and <laughs> going into the bathroom, which was filthy, and yes. a, and a, a man who looked like an older, skinnier version of Pee Wee Herman was walking completely bent over out of the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. Like just like he was clearly had some sort of scoliosis or something, but that that's my image of Six Flags. Why would I want to revisit that? <laughs> I mean, you got it pretty much summed up right there. Uh, I mean, it's, I, I'm not a huge fan of roller coaster rides. Some people love those thrills. Uh, there's probably a lot of water stuff there, so I mean, if you like that, uh, I do like the amusement. You know, like those little shoot the fish in a can or something. Like that. <laughs> All those little games they have, and uh, you know those things are pretty cool. No, no, they're not. So, but I will agree with you there. I don't like amusement parks in general. I think, and Six Flags it can be a horrible experience. But it's the bonding with your friends, like you know, knowing that you may die on this ride, but you survive, mm. is fun. I saw them Friday and Saturday last weekend. I don't, you know, I, here's the thing. I love B Marsh and Manny and Peter. Um, but the thing is, if you're together too much, you're going to get sick of each other, you know? I don't want to be yeah. together all the time. Imagine weeks if you and I hung out uh, t- like two days last weekend and then Sunday this weekend. We want to murder each other. 
Right, exactly. I, I keep no, I totally agree with you on that principle. I, uh, I keep my friends' interaction to a, not a minimum, but uh, so that it's, it's refreshed every single time we do it. So, um, yeah, I think that's a bad idea. If you've already hung out with them and you really hate Six Flags, I think you'll just hate the experience overall. <laughs> so I, I don't. You probably shouldn't go. I'm definitely uh, not. I going. may go. Yeah, you should go in my stead. I think they'll love you even more after they've had enough of me. <laughs> I think they'll hate me. I think it'll be fun, though. Um, no. No. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, I... I people are very uncomfortable with that. <laughs> <laughs> uncomfortable well, with what? I was extremely I... uncomfortable with being on the air. He also didn't seem to know he was on the air. I here I warned him. I said, I said, Showtime, wanna handle this Marin style, and I think that that was a good warning. I think that was a good warning too. And and exactly, you were pretty uh, obvious. You were like, would, would we ever have a teleconference where we would call him about that, unless it was on the air? He had to have known. <laughs> it's not like we all work together. We work at three different companies. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, 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 you know, but you bring two people to the point. Maybe we should have a weekly teleconference with b I think we're going to call him and make him uncomfortable once a week, every week. I think he needs it, actually, to go out of the shell a little bit. <laughs> I think you're being a little a little harsh. I don't think you – I think he was actually very um, uh, articulate and uh, – and and sounded very smart and uh, how do you how yeah. do you uh, very pensive uh, and uh, loquacious it's genuine right yes very genuine too you know just talking yes. about friendship that's that's all he's yes. talking about and lecherous you, you can tell that he just wants to spend time with you though you know <laughs> um <laughs> is, is okay I'm having a number call in and I don't know if it's Fogarty or not. Because uh, it's a nine. Well, it's probably Fogarty. Let's let's just let's make sure before we start the hot mess awards. Okay. Tom Fogarty, is that you? Hello. Hi. Tom Fogarty. Hello. <laughs> uh, let me. Where the hell is the theme song? John Weeks, do you know what time it is? Oh my gosh, the hot mess awards. <laughs> Over there, I am 
at the play the Kenyan Institute Playwrights Conference, where Ooh. I have been working with folks from Playwrights Horizon and the La Jolla Playhouse this week, and actually writing new material. And I've got three scenes for a new play, and it's just it's been fabulous. Sort of a writer's retreat. And, yeah, my brain's about to explode. I've had to use it in, in big theory thinking and shit. So, yeah. Wow. Oh, so I'm a little surprised. Yeah. Doing big things. Yeah. Say what? Doing some big huh? things over there. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and I called in early just, just because of uh, the fact that I saw I had connectivity. I figured I'd better try it. <laughs> shit comes and More goes in here, and it looks and it looks like it's going to rain again this evening, and as soon as that happens, uh-huh. my Virgin Ooh. Mobile account just sort of dries up and dr- fades away. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll get right to it then. Who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? Well, fireflies. They're all around me right now. Mm. <laughs> that was an easy one. What's, yeah, that's what's, pretty fucking cool. What's, what's your second on uh, mess? Me, because I'm in the middle of all these fireflies. <laughs> <laughs> and who's your last hot mess? You, because I'm talking to your ass, telling you about being in the middle of all these fireflies. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest hot mess towards ever. I do agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, How the hell do I knock myself out? <laughs> Are, are you guys uh, uh, lubed up? And do they have lube in Ohio? No, uh, yeah. they don't have that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> candle wax. Yeah, no, no, it's called it's called farm to table butter. Ooh! <laughs> All right, let's joke off. Cue the strings and the horns. It was very catchy. Lionsgate released the first teaser for the final Hunger Games movie this week. They say not to worry that unlike the last film, in this one something will actually happen. Wow. Okay. A man sued Chinese actress Zhao Wei after alleging he suffered spiritual damage as a result of watching the actress on the show Tiger Mom. Child, I should have been sued at Bill O'Baba Riley for spiritual damage the first time I turned that shit on. I'm talking about my generation. Well yes. Very well. <laughs> several, several people were arrested after attempting to illegally enter Summer Jam Sunday night. Imagine that! Something bad happened at Summer Jam. Oh! <laughs> 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 
Cindy Williams revealed to the Today Show this past Tuesday why she left Laverne and Shirley. She said, here's the reason, and proceeded to call Penny Marshall and make America listen to her voice. That's good. The United States Secret Service evacuated reporters Tuesday due to a potential threat to the White House. And no, I don't mean the civil services cocks evacuated the reporters' vaginas and buttholes. You pervert. <laughs> Thank you for your clarification. Yeah. Florida man David Allen Plunkett allegedly threw a slice of hot pizza at his female roommate, which he denies, despite being shirtless and covered in tomato sauce. Now, what I want to know is, was it a thick deep dish, or was it a hard thin crust? I mean, come on, details, please. We didn't know the impact. His name was Plunkett. <laughs> a New Jersey woman is accused of fatally stabbing her boyfriend during a dispute over their Xbox console. I guess you could say she has an Xbox where her heart used to be. Uh, 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 Shout out to Omarion. Uh, and she's got a Wii where her clit used to be. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of clits, Kylie Jenner this week says that Chris Jenner cut her off financially at 14. Child, that ain't the only thing that's been cut off in that family recently. <laughs> Firefly. Peter Robbins, who voiced a Charlie Brown character, had a violent meltdown in court this week as he's accused of threatening his ex-girlfriend. He told the judge, I hope you drop dead of a heart attack. Or as it sounded in the courtroom, wah, 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 Charles Manson prosecutor and helter-skelter author Vincent Baglosi died this week. The most probable cause of death? Charles Manson. (laughs) 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 Bella Lugosi died? Yes, many times. (laughs) 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 Neil deGrasse Tyson explained this week we will never have hoverboards. No, Neil, no, 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 no. <laughs> John Kerry released the first picture of himself on Twitter this week since a bike accident in Geneva, Switzerland. Yup, still looks like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, uh, speaking of horses, now. New York State hey, woman Charlene, Charlene Mess allegedly stabbed her husband with a pitchfork, shot him, and buried him in a pile of manure. Well, what do you expect 
with a last name like Ness. <laughs> Fogarty, it's you. Oh, yeah. Talk about a shitty thing to do to your house. Firefly. <laughs> 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 done lost it. A Disney World employee is among 100 people arrested in a prostitution and child sex thing. When he was caught, he asked what was so bad about getting a happy ending in the happiest place on earth. God. Yup. Seriously. <laughs> yup, yup, yup. Now, there's, there's absolutely no punchline here. This is just a story, folks. Okay. Now, need to let you boys know something. Business Insider said it's healthier to squat over the toilet rather than to sit on it. Did you know this? No. Well, apparently a study shows that squatters evacuated their bowels in 51 seconds, while those who took the time to sit upon the seat took 130 seconds. The issue here is that sitting creates a difficult angle for your waist to travel through (laughs) because the proverectalis muscle Chokes the rectum. <laughs> oh, gross, bro. <laughs> <laughs> An Alameda, California teacher, uh, Wing Wa Leong, suggested students search their parents' drawers for condoms. <laughs> for condoms, dildos, vibrators, and other sex toys, and take selfies with them. I mean, kids these days. Taking selfies for a homework assignment was wrong with them. <laughs> right. right, that was that was uh, Wing Wa Wong. <laughs> <laughs> a California mom killed her eight-month-old son, hid his body in a storage facility, then asked a local church for handouts to pay for a funeral that would never happen. I mean, this lady was a real jerk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you sit down to poopy all the time. That's true. Tom Fogarty. Thank you, Tom Fogarty. Sorry, Mom. Thank you, Tom Fogarty. Yeah, bird. Ciao, belly. Good night, Shamalia. Oh, Firefly. Woo! <laughs> Firefly. Woo! Okay. Did, what the? What is? Did you hear that beeping? Yeah. What was that? I don't know. Is that? Is that outside for me or outside for you? That's for you. Wait a minute. Is it a fire? <laughs> Sounds like a fire alarm. You think my building's on fire? I don't think so. Can it? it would be louder than that. You should. You should be a lot louder. Maybe you should go outside and check. Listen, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check in the kitchen right quick. You uh, okay. entertain the audience with a topic of your choice. Goodbye. I'll be right, right back. Okay. You know what I don't like about those standing uh, oscillating fans that are tower fans. That's what they call. Uh, they don't seem to put down that much air, and it seems like they're very inefficient electrically. I don't get it. Uh, why a tower? Why not a circle? Or why not a wheel-shaped fan? 
or why not a triangle? Why was the idea of a tower fan to be a tower fan in, in the first place? I mean, yes, it gets the height adjustment. It doesn't have any power behind it. Why didn't they have a fan that could stick on a wall that you could change the height of it or adjust it so, so like that? doesn't make much sense to me. Tower fans are kind of inefficient electric, electrically and just space-wise. They don't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, I guess it looks like a human. They could have done that. They could have given like a little face to it, um, a little robot face. That would be pretty interesting itself. Uh, you know what I don't like about bugs? Bugs, bugs they, never, they never leave you alone. I don't get it. It's like they bugs? have some kind of homing device. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. You're back. What you talking who are you talking about, bugs? I was talking about tower oscillate, oscillating tower fans, and then I was going to go to bugs. So bugs don't leave you alone, particularly in the uh, wilds of uh, Atlantic, the outskirts of Atlantic City. <laughs> That's very true. They seem to be like your best friend in the wild. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. They, they just want to stick around you and sit on your rim of your hat or sit on your neck. It's disgusting. It's ridiculous. Why? Or your your Why dick? so intimate? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, uh, they're just pests. They're pesky. So, so you know, you know what really grinds my gears, John Weeks? What? What? What really grinds your gears? When guests do not show up to the show, which happened last week, and then I never got right. to do, never got to do my stand up for you. So I'm gonna do it for you now. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it and uh, and get your reaction and uh, and we'll go uh, we'll go from there and um, with all due respect to that was uh, next time uh, get your shit together okay <laughs> definitely. Uh, definitely yeah all right so I I don't remember where I fuck where did I start where did I stop here let me. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, we went over that. We did this. Okay, that's fine. We did that. We did this. Uh, wish I had this bookmarked. All right, Rab- rabbis and babies. We did that. Uh, <laughs> we did that. I think. Uh, uh, excuse me. All right. You know what? I'm gonna go. Just in case we didn't cover this, I'm, I might be going. Might be overlapping a bit, but um, let's go to this. Okay, are That's you right, ready to yeah. hear some new new comedy material? I am so ready right now. I'm I'm excited. Let's do this. All right. In the words of Owner to Kel, don't be sycophantic. <laughs> that was his favorite word. He said it like twice. Yeah, he said it more than that. Um, okay. Here we go. They say you must do the thing that scares you the most. So I have a lot of unprotected sex. And I always wind up horrified for months after that. And I'm not really sure how it helps. Uh, I'm just in a state of perpetual fear. You know what people really bother me? These assholes who, when asked what kind of music they listen to... Say they listen to everything. Oh, really? Everything? Do you listen to the hymns of the Third Reich? Oh, sure, I have it on vinyl. Oh, did, did you happen to catch the clan plays Kalamazoo? I hate those guys. 
sometimes I'll need to uh, look for a new roommate, and I get these replies to my Craigslist advertisement where these guys say, uh, 28-year-old professional, 31-year-old professional. Well, what the fuck else would you be? What does that term even mean? To me, that means prostitute, which might explain why I see it on Grinder so much. Uh, you, you ever see an Asian baby on the train? Without fail, that baby will read every word that they see. By the end of that ride, I know way more about Dr. Zizmore than I ever cared to. Uh, um, uh, I don't like this one Okay Um, Why do we stand and pose for pictures the way that we do? We never stand like that in real life Think of how crazy it is Someone yells out she's going to take a picture And all of a sudden without thinking we're all standing like this What are we thinking? I'm going to look like I like a guy I just met three minutes ago to, To falsify this moment in time forever? I live in uh, Brooklyn, a very Jewish borough. I often see these really hot guys, but something about the cap. What is it about the cap? About this little circle of felt atop a man's head that just brings down the hot meter so much. I, I have a friend who started going bald around the time that I did. Uh, knew him for 10 years, not a word about Judaism, lost some hair, bang! He's super into it. My theory is he became pious just so he could uh, wear the hat to cover up his bald spot. <laughs> think you know who I'm talking about there. Um, yeah, you know, uh, this this is going to sound, this might be, a, this might be offensive. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'll see a really, a really cute, gay guy, then I'll see the back of his head and realize he's not gay, he's just Jewish. <laughs> I'm getting real tired of these Asian people who wear gas masks on the subway. Uh, <laughs> I'm going about my day playing Lumosity or some stupid shit on my iPhone, and everything is fine, and then all of the sudden... These dickheads get on, and I'm in the middle of the movie Outbreak. Uh, it's a bit much. <laughs> also, the umbrellas in the sun, I, c- I could do without those as well. Um, have you ever, uh, you guys ever noticed uh, musical tastes don't change? We just grow more accepting of shitty music. Mm-hmm. Music gets shittier. Like, our tastes don't change. But now I'll say, oh, the Nick, this new Nick Jonas song is amazing. No, it's not amazing. It's just better than any of the other shit out there. But it's not nearly as good as, say, rock in 1994. Um, I, uh, I hear a lot of people saying lately, I'm the type of person that... When did that replace I'm... Why must we complicate our lines thus? I'm the type of person that holds a grudge. No, I hold a grudge. I'm the type of person that goes to church every Sunday. No, I go to church every Sunday. 
Unnecessary. <laughs> Stupid. Shit. Well, when did we collectively as a people agree to become morons with the way we speak? Best song ever. I literally can't even. John Stewart crushes Bill O'Reilly. Bollywood heroines shut shit down. Buffy and Willow pose for one photo 20 years later and prove friendship never dies. Why do we talk like that? You know, Google knows more about me than I do. You ever open the Google app on your phone thinking you're going to search for how old Liam Neeson is, and then it's an hour later and you're watching Richard Simmons get fire extinguished by David Letterman 20 years ago? (laughs) Me too. Or maybe you open up YouTube to see the new Taylor Swift video and it recommends a a steamy gay storyline and you have no choice but to jerk off? No? Just me? But you get it. We, we, uh, We get sucked into the the Google vortex, either way. What's the deal with Chinese people on the subway? (laughs) You know, (laughs) you know, the Chinese and Germans really had it right. Just make everything sound as if you're furious with each other. I think... We Americans could avoid a lot of confrontation that way. What are they screaming about? Oh, it's okay. They're just Chinese. Fine. You know, I can't, I can't stand these guys who say they watched a movie or TV show with some sense of accomplishment. Oh, I watched Birdman. Well, congratulations. You want a Medal of Honor? I'm so impressed. You were able to sit in a chair and stare at a screen for two hours. Have you, uh, have you ever sneezed while you're taking a shit and for a split second you think to save some time, maybe you use the snotty rag to wipe your ass? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it just came out of you. Who cares if you put some snot up your ass? <laughs> or you could use the toilet paper you used on your ass in your nose. Either way, same theory. Saves time. <laughs> you ever find yourself uh, farting on the treadmill? So you do... And you're just hoping that people around you don't notice. But this, this was a deadly fart. This was the type of fart that could knock over pigs with its toxic, unbearable fumes. And then you realize, maybe it wasn't a fart after all. Maybe you just shat on the treadmill. So you look around and check. And you don't see any shit, but then you wonder... If it already went under the moving belt, only to contaminate the machine from this point forward. (laughs) The rats in New York are so big, there was one behind me in line uh, at the subway station for a metro cart. 
<laughs> you know, I like to uh I like uh I like to go to Urban Outfitters. I, I like to go in there and try on the records. I like to see how I look with them. You know, the employees at the fitting rooms always look at me like I'm nuts. You don't understand. I need to see how we look together before I purchase this. All right, that's that's all I got. That's all I got for tonight. Wow. Wow, that's a great show. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. That was a great stand-up. I loved it. That was awesome. Thank you. Uh, I think you got a lot of good material there. Uh, I think I love your... When you just go off on, like, a rant, it's the best. It's like when you're talking about how moronic our language is. And uh, I, I like that. I like a lot of the, the edgy jokes where you're talking about, you know, music and the Third, third Reich hymns and mm. uh, pictures and what, what, what we do with pictures and the Asian jokes are actually really funny. I think you've got a lot of funny stuff there. Uh, even like the, the, the shit jokes are great. So, I, you know, I, great comedian. What can I say? <laughs> Don't You're be sycophantic. You're a good comedian. You're funny. Thank you. Thank you. No, um, no, I'm, not just saying, I'm not just saying that either. I, I would definitely see a show of yours. I think that's pretty funny. Thank you. This is... You know, for anyone listening who's probably, you know, not, you know, is uh, is nobody, but it's, uh, 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 this this is my first time trying to figure out if if I'm capable of, of doing that, that type of comedy. So, there, we, we've already established I am incapable of writing uh, monologue jokes as we uh, see in the joke off every week. But, but maybe, <laughs> uh, but maybe this, um... Anyway, uh, so that, uh, that, 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 oh, 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 so yes, yeah, so that, I want to ask your advice on, um, so here's the thing, so Sherry the Lemon yeah. and I, we're going to see AJR on uh, Monday, now, they usually do meet and greets, and as you know, I interviewed them on the show, it went really well, um, and it seemed like it went really well during the interview, after the interview, while we were there in person, um, Jack, the youngest one, gave me a hug after the concert. It was nice. It was great. Um, but uh, but as soon as I walked out the door of the, the Webster Hall studio, no contact ever since. And what's, what's odd about that is all I wanted was a retweet. And right. they um, and what's, what's really weird is we tweeted back and forth prior to our interview, and um, everything was fine. And then after the interview... Um, there were there were no retweets, uh, and I'm I'm just wondering, was it something I said? Uh, did I uh, offend them? Uh, I thought that they really appreciated that the questions were so different than normal questions. I don't know. Uh, I, I did you know their manager seemed to like me? Uh, I I don't understand. So um, so there's that, and and I'm wondering, is this a subject that say they do a meet and greet? When I go up and say hello to them, do I just be like, oh, hey, how are you? Or is it a subject that I broach? Hmm. (laughs) That's a good question. That's a really good question. Listen, I don't think you had 
anything to do with the interview. I think the interview was phenomenal. I listened to it. Uh, they should definitely have appreciated it. And then uh, I think you got to bring it up. I mm. think when you see them, you know, don't go right into it, but uh, say hi, of course. And then you ask them, can I get a, what's, uh, what's up with the retweet? You know, and uh, just, just ask them, uh, you know, you tell them that you follow them on Twitter and everything like that, and, you know, and you'll be sure to tweet them tonight and make sure you retweet me back. Retweet respect. Retweet. <laughs> retweet respect. Retweet, retweet, retweet. But I, I think you should bring it up. I think it is a subject. Listen, this is a serious subject, and you well, you brought it up a couple times. I think you should bring it up. Quite frankly. Uh, no good? I mean, I, as I mentioned it to you just now, it sounded like a really bad idea. <laughs> Why? Why is it a bad idea? Well, because, you know, it's a more, they're, they're, they're working, and they're, they're, you know, after they do their set, it's like a celebratory thing for them. I don't want to come in and, and, and talk uh, business with them, I, or, or whatever, or just it seem like, I don't know, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't know. I don't know. My therapist says I always assume stuff is my fault, and and I feel like maybe that's what I'm doing here, rather than just be like, "Hey guys, what's up? What's up with the retweet?" I guess that that wouldn't do too much uh, harm. I I don't know. I, I don't know. I I think you can go either way with it. I I think you also you know if you don't want to bring it up, you can also tweet them right and uh, after the concert and say, "Hey, we listened to my my interview. You know, I did with the band and." Uh, Hopefully they'll retweet you then, you know, and if they don't, then you know they're kind of ignoring you, but if they do, then they probably will do it, you know, especially after they saw you. So I would do it pretty quickly right after that. Oh, boy, what you a know? disaster. What is, you know. How about that? A, Why not? I, because I don't, I, I, my my inkling is that they will not uh, retweet me because the, if they were going to do it, if I were, you know, kind of passive about it in that way, then they, I think they would have done it already. That's true. That's very true. Uh, then I have to say, you gotta you gotta bring it up if you if you can get into a longer conversation with them. Bring it up if you can't, and it's just a passing through. Then I wouldn't bring it up. That's what I would say. But I would if still do the retweet of the interview and try to see what goes on from there. No good. Okay. Well, I'll take it into consideration. You should, and I think you should tweet that. Uh, show of you making coffee or you know that video of you making coffee that's ridiculous what why are you bringing that up again that was amazing what what is that where did that what was the segue there what does that have to do with ajr i have no idea but i think think you you gotta use twitter as a um a weapon really you know and and, uh do this for and against AJR, so that they they uh, they recognize, you know. Better recognize. You do seem to be using it as a you know kind of a violent tactic, and I don't I don't want to do that. Right. Yes. That you probably shouldn't do. That's that's bad advice on my part. But uh, I think you should bring you should bring it up if you can. If it's if it's a long conversation, you really should. Otherwise, I I may just go to the concert myself, and I'll I'll bring it up. So. Uh, uh, what's what's up with the retweet, bros? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. What's 
Can I get a fucking... Re- I mean, here's another, you know, thing of when did we collectively decide to speak like morons? What's up with the retweet? <laughs> bro. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. 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 So what is your favorite scene and she's the but she's the but she's the 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 she's Jack off, gentlemen. Uh, owner to Kel, kick us off. So I'm just supposed to read this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are you supposed to wear the tampon um, when you're having your period, or just like you're supposed to put it in when you're having sex? It's not a. T- it's just. Like, it's like a female condom, right, or something, or what? What is this? Like, I think it has. <laughs> I think it has HIV preventative medicine in it, so I'm not really sure. I don't know if you wear it all the time, and it soaks up the medicine up in in the cooch. Because you gotta think. Because you gotta think about this. If you're having, if you're on your period, and you that's when that's the absolute time where you'd want to have protected sex because that's when the chances are increased for getting HIV is that there's blood being passed from back and yeah. forth. You know, so that's it's funny. It's like so calling it a tampon, even if you're supposed to wear it. Any time, it's just weird to me that they would call it an HIV preventing tampon. It's strange. Yeah. Anyway, it, I wish there was. It, it, it's difficult to talk about these things when there's not a woman on the air. You know what I mean? I always feel slightly like like a jerk having comments about. You know. I, <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah. But that's that's interesting. When I start, when I show a movie, usually if I make an introduction and I'm going to be in the audience, I tell people, don't laugh, because I'm going to be in the audience and I don't want you to sycophantically laugh because you know I'm listening. I like, you know, only laugh if you really... So, okay, so here I go. A Philadelphia archaeology museum has found a 6,500-year-old human skeleton in its cellar. After she was discovered, the skeleton got back into making snide comments about celebrity fashion on E! <laughs> <laughs> So I don't, I don't quite get that joke. <laughs> I mean, like, is it like? I mean, like, okay, it doesn't matter, I guess. But it's, I mean, okay, but you just wrote these today, which is amazing. It's- After September 11th, for some reason, I, I don't know, I, I would stop by firehouses and say yeah. hi to yeah. the firemen. And um, I remember at one firehouse I visited, the fireman said, yeah, I, people have been sending us, like, stuff like socks. <laughs> I don't know. We don't need any socks, but they keep sending us socks. And I said, oh, I could use some socks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why did I know where that was going? <laughs> so I left with a big bag <laughs> Wow. Because of September yes. 11th. Yes, well, that's another positive from, from September 11th. Bane's man. That always comes that to me. That's the interview with Jimmy is the best ever. That's the best interview I've ever heard. Isn't it quite amazing? Do you you want to, I feel like, you know, we're out of time, but don't you want to hear a little bit more of that? I would love to hear more of it, actually. Yeah, (laughs) please. Let's let's hear a little more Gilbert Gottfried's interview with Steve Buscemi, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Buscemi. (laughs) 
tell Harry to say your name again. <laughs> <laughs> Just call me sir. Okay. <laughs> Have you changed it <laughs> since the beginning of the show? <laughs> so after Fargo, yes. you're not auditioning for the Coens anymore. No, now I love it that Gilbert only has a casual knowledge of my career. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I have a list of names to ask you about. Oh, yeah? Okay, just people <laughs> recollection. Okay. Oh, no. you fun. All right. Well, we, Danny Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, William Hickey. See, now, I, we were in a movie, Tales from the Dark Side, but I was not in his segment. Ah. Had you watched the movie? <laughs> The first time I worked with Joe Pantoliano was in a film, <laughs> I'm not going to remember, oh, it was called Zandali, it was in New Orleans, and he played a uh, transvestite, he was like in drag, the whole film. You're nodding your head, but I know you haven't seen this film. I've, I've seen it years ago. Really? Yeah. I saw Trees Lounge. Okay. I've seen a lot of stuff. I can promise you I haven't seen the film, <laughs> or anything else you've been <laughs> I think I saw Zandali on VHS. Yeah. Yeah. That that would have been about right. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to. I would I would I would like to direct more and come back and do your show in another ten years so Gilbert could, you know, not have seen the movies I directed too. <laughs> I can virtually guarantee that. No interest in your career I'm whatsoever. I'm going to do the Danny Thomas story. <laughs> <laughs> now you got me. You like you sucked me into this. Huh? Yes. That's, well, that's what Danny K and Lawrence oh Olivier <laughs> would suck each other into this. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would like to know. <laughs> For the record, I don't care. Gilbert doesn't care. I'd like to know a lot, but we're we're never going to get to it. I don't remember anyone you've ever worked with. (laughs) I don't. And and I have no idea what you do for a living. (laughs) And I just want to talk about Paul (laughs) Winchell. And this has been Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast. Except today. (laughs) 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 I mean, he really. That was amazing. That was truly amazing. That was awesome. Yeah, he really, like, had no idea about anything Steve Buscemi has done. It was, even though they've like been friends for a long time, um, and uh, and the thing he keeps mentioning Danny Thomas. Now we all know Danny Thomas from um, uh, the St. Jude's uh, Medical Hospital commercials. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
So Danny Thomas, and you know, he was on one of those shows, uh, My Three Dads, or My Three Sons, or Father Knows Best, or some shit, Dobie Gillis, I don't know what the fuck he did, but he was on one of those shows. Um, but uh, Gilbert always tells the story that uh, a, a, a Hollywood legend uh, uh, tells us that Danny Thomas apparently would, um, and, and I'm not sure if I've shared this with you or not before John Weeks, but it bears repeating if I have. Uh, Danny Thomas used to um, get women to um, to uh, squat on top of a glass coffee table, and Danny Thomas would lay naked under the glass coffee table, and the w- woman would be naked, and she would shit onto the coffee table, and Danny Thomas would get off on watching a, a lady shit above him through the glass. That is uh, one um, theory. And then the other uh, story is that there was no glass table so that she would actually shit directly on him. And he's done tremendous work for uh, cancer research. (laughs) That was a very Gilbert Gottfried-esque right there. I loved it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I like and Gilbert it. I, mentioned to uh, – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no problem. No, I wasn't going to say anything. Go ahead. Uh, Gilbert mentioned uh, also that uh, uh, Lawrence Olivier and uh, Danny Kay, I guess when they were doing Othello or something, they used to finger each other's assholes. <laughs> so there's that. So that's that's why he was mentioning that. Um and uh so my question to you is what is your favorite scene in the classic movie with uh Chatham Taintsworth and a man I guess I'm a pretty sick guy. 
So if you get back tomorrow, I may show up at Harry's Bar so you know. Keep your eyes open. And that's my favorite scene. She's a main man. We your main man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I thought you were Christian Bale. Thank you. What's your favorite scene? She's a main man. My favorite scene is she's a main man. With a bind of mine. With a bind of mine. With a mind of mine. <laughs> that's my favorite. A mind of Beineken. Is, um... Mm. I have to, uh, <laughs> have to wet my palate. Okay. Is from the Fellum. Good night and good luck. And this is from, uh, David Strathairn as Edward R. Murrow's closing, uh, speech to the news professionals. I begin by saying that our history will be what we make it. If we go on as we are, then history will take its revenge and retribution will not limp in catching up with us. Just once in a while, let us exalt the importance of ideas and information. Let us dream to the extent of saying that on a given Sunday night, a time normally occupied by Ed Sullivan, is given over to a clinical survey on the state of American education. And a week or two later, a time normally used by Steve Allen is devoted to a thorough-going study of American policy in the Middle East. Would the corporate image of their respective sponsors be damaged? Would the shareholders rise up in their wrath and complain? Would anything happen? other than a few million people would have received a little illumination on subjects that may well determine the future of this country and therefore the future of the corporations. To those who say people wouldn't look, they wouldn't be interested, they're too complacent, indifferent, and insulated, I can only reply, there is, in one reporter's opinion, considerable evidence against that contention. But even if they are right, what have they got to lose? Because if they are right, and this instrument is good for nothing but to entertain, amuse, and insulate, then the tube is flickering now, and we will soon see that the whole struggle is lost. This instrument can teach it can illuminate, and yes, it can even inspire. But it can only do so to the extent that humans are determined to use it towards those ends. Otherwise, it is merely wires and lights in a box. Good night, and good luck. And that's my favorite scene. She's the main man with a mind of mind. Woo! Bone chilling. Oh my god. That was uh, that was serious and bone chilling. That was nice. I liked it. it bone wild. chilling. That's a that's a bone good chilling. I never I never heard that term before. Bone chilling. Bone chilling. Bone chilling. I'm gonna name my kid bone, bone, bone chilling. Bone chilling. Bone chilling. No, bone not bone chilling. Bone chilling. Bone chilling. Bone chilling. No. I'm a bone chilling. No. Ew, gross, bro. <laughs> gross, bro. Oh. 
All right. Um, what what did you you had a, you said you had something you wanted to plug? You had a, some you wanted to show a clip or something before we go? No, I don't have anything to plug. Did I? I didn't say that. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, my friend Jonathan Demar, he was at a thing. He was at a show. He was at a play uh, many, many years ago. According to him, he said many, many years ago when he was 18 years old, um, he was 12. So it had been probably six years before that. Um, this happened many, many years ago to Jonathan Demar. He was at a play uh, because uh, Rip Torn's wife was a family friend of the Demar family. So they went to the play Riptorn's wife had directed it, and then there was an after party to which they were invited, where Riptorn, the actor, um, widely known for breaking into a bank at gunpoint thinking it was his house, uh, and also for um, his incredible uh, roles in uh, The Larry Sanders Show and uh, Men in Black 2, he... Um, <clears throat> uh, was going around arm wrestling everybody at the party. So he was arm wrestling uh, men, women, children, and Jonathan was 12 at the time. Uh, Rip Torn had beaten everyone else at the party, and then he goes up and arm wrestles Jonathan DeMar. Jonathan DeMar beats him, and as soon as the 12-year-old Jonathan DeMar beats him at arm wrestling, Rip Torn looks up from the table from the arm wrestling match... <laughs> gives a pensive, ponderous look and goes, somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> I can think of no better way of ending the show <laughs> than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. Somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing? <laughs> you're going to go out, you're going to have a good night on the town, you're going to buy yourself a nice glass coffee table, you're going to clap all over it, you're gonna, and, then, and then you're going to eat on it and then uh, take another crap on it and they go right to sleep right underneath it and uh, have a nice, have a shitty night. <laughs> have a shitty night, everybody. Shit night. We, Good night, everybody. Shit night, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.